I don't know how long I'm going to be alive here. Remember to be happy. Remember to bring the influence in any place you pass. Remember to live better than what you found. Remember to live a legacy. Welcome to the Crossing It Off podcast, where each episode we share the stories of individuals that are living out their bucket slash life goal lists. I am your host, Roger Williams, and through hearing our guests' adventures, my goal is that you will find encouragement and empowerment to add and cross items off of your list. Welcome everyone to the show. I'm excited you're here with us today. A lot of times people put on their bucket lists uh, to heal from something, something physical or something traumatic and emotional. And our guest today has done that. Mariana Cadore is uh, with us today. She describes herself as energetic, happy, empathetic, and kind, which are all amazing things and wonderful to want to be described as. Mariana, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Such an important mission. I'm very honored to be here. Awesome. So, Mariana, tell us, what was the thing that you crossed off your bucket list? Well, it's not something that I planned, but once came into my life, I need to heal from fibromyalgia and that I crossed from my list. Okay. So tell, tell the listeners that may not know, what is fibromyalgia? Fibromyalgia is a disease from the body that um, all the joints, basically you have pain in all the joints. There is it's an autoimmune disease. Um, I had pain in all the joints of the body, no exclusion. And uh, I had two sciatic pains, both sides as oh, well. Wow. Really feeling really, really weak, like chronic fatigue. And the medicine doesn't have healing until now. They give some pills, but there is no healing until now. Okay. And so what is that when you wake up in the morning, what does that feel like in your head? What are you thinking? What What is that? pain like yeah back to this time that there is no like I don't even think I fully wake up I wake up and I'm I'm locked in this body that couldn't do anything that I want to do it there was pain the whole day to the point that you think if they do some surgeries just for one day without pain I will do it so desperate you are at this point it's just uh, even understanding, like I love reading, I love uh, studying, but even this was too much effort for my body at this wow. point. Concentrating was very difficult. Mm-hmm. So this fatigue, this lack of energy and um, really limited what I could do in my life. Wow. Not even be able to read. That's, a, that's intense. Where does it come from? What is it? Well, the medicine cannot explain uh, until now where that comes from, what is the reason and how to heal that uh, our Western medicine doesn't go through that. Um, I I had to conquer through alternative medicine and a lot of um, studying of self-help and self-analyzing. So I had to do an internal journey to really to be able to, to heal myself and I was blessed with, but there is no many answers until now. I don't want to get ahead of the story, but 
so I won't, but, but, (laughs) but how did you, what kind of resources did you use? If there's no like pill you could go out and buy at the time, what resources did you use to kind of, you know, help this journey along to healing? What what were some of the things you did to make that happen? Well, there is some pill that they give, but I felt like a zombie. I felt Mm. not fully alive and not fully with energy and not fully myself. So I took this pill and I, I felt like that's not me. And I don't feel excited to be alive. And I don't feel it is something alive there, but it's definitely not me. So that was my feeling with the medicine um, they gave me at the time. And, uh, and I didn't like it. So right. my whole thing was from acupuncture, acupressure, um, uh, kinesiology, um, neurology applied in medicine, neurology, um, self-discovery and dealing with emotions I went, I did absolutely everything you can imagine that uh, was uh, like presented to myself in an alternative way. This is one way that people found healing, even to holotropic, that is a way of breathing. Mm-hmm. I did it. I did them all. And um, yes, the more I use it techniques, each one had one way to help me. Uh, but they're completely mm. healing. We're going to get there. But each one helped me somehow to understand myself and how I could um, release this energy trapped in my body. So do you continue with those treatments today or is it more of like you're like actually cured, right? I mean, so that's the, I, the question that I think I have in most of my head. It's like, yes, do you still so, have to continue doing those things or is this like, can you wake up now and not have that fatigue and those pain? Look, I'm so healed that I try to cross the ocean rowing, the Pacific ocean, not even a joke, rowing 18 hours per day. And uh, one week ago, I did a hundred K running. So I am completely healed. <laughs> I do keep the practice uh, of things that are good for me, good sure. choices of nutrition. I don't want to give anything that inflame my body, but bear in mm. mind, nobody's perfect. And I don't want to do everything perfect. Every now and then I eat something that is a little bit out of this anti-inflammatory list, just because I like the thing and that's fine. Um, I do some movements that I found to be very healing. And those are my warm up to whatever I want to do it. So I keep, not because I'm afraid of uh, having fibromyalgia back, uh, I'm completely out of this zone. Uh, It's just because, oh, this is so good for me. I'm going to give this as a present to my body. That's what I do. That's amazing. Is there... Is, is there one treatment that you found that was more helpful than others? I think the really journey of um, controlling my emotions and try to clean it up, emotions from the past, uh, those were absolutely powerful. And then I, I, I can say the neurology applying movement was another really, really powerful 
But I think if I still with everything accumulated in my emotional life, I don't think I would be able to clear, clear up everything through movement. Um, I, I think you need to, to change. As a person, um, this journey leads you to a better version of you. So I think if I haven't done this journey of um, knowing myself, improving myself, facing my demons, uh, I wouldn't get there. So there, there are some in the medical community that believe that, that fibromyalgia is a, is a symptom of PSTD, right? Uh, and so are you willing to talk about maybe what that was for you or do you? Of course. Um, I do believe most of the diseases, there is a part that come from emotional trauma, all of us, no, mm -hmm. no exception. We have traumas, um, no exception. For me, the, there was many things going on, but I, I think one of the biggest things um, that I had in my body was discovering um, my sexuality to, to know that I was gay. That was one of the things important for me to know that and accepted myself um, as who I am and, uh, and finding love uh, myself to myself, mm -hmm. knowing that I was gay, I am gay. Uh, so finding this, this place where I, I love myself the way I am and, uh, and allowing someone else to love me as well, uh, it was a huge thing for me. Um, because I, I actually was homophobic. I was mm. gay and homophobic at the same time. There is no explanation of this unless you think uh, society give me this understanding mm -hmm. and I had to clear up because that, that didn't come from me. It would, be, it would be weird you be and be homophobic at that same time. So is these things that come from generations and community and society that is just a software on your brain. And then you end up not liking or loving yourself because you know in that box that they gave you. We'll be back with more Mariana's story right after this. What is the status of your bucket list? Are you still wrapping your head around the purpose of having one? Are you struggling to write your list and don't know what to put on it? Or are you looking at your list wondering which item to cross off first? No matter where you are in your bucket list journey, I'm here to assist you in becoming the head crosser offer of your list. Visit crossingitoffpodcast.com forward slash mentoring to learn all about the personalized and affordable mentoring I can provide to help you live out your list. Now, back to the show. Yeah. Was there, um, was your family supportive of that revelation? My family took me very long for my family to discover because first of all, I had to discover. I didn't know. Sure. I, the funny, it, it's actually funny to say that uh, I didn't know I was, I was trying to be straight, but I, I couldn't find love. I just, um, I was not interested. <laughs> I was just not interested in any guys, anything. And I, 
and didn't ever cross to my mind that I could be gay. Didn't ever cross. I'm like, oh, that's just not my focus in my life. <laughs> mm. And that has to be that has to bring on some kind of trauma as well. Of, you know, mm. wanting that, not being able to find it the way you need it, um, has to be traumatic. Yeah. And I think that there is accumulation of many factors in our life, especially things in childhood that we carry with us as traumas. Um, but the biggest one, I don't know. I actually don't know. I know that I went one by one and I still going to have a whole life to clear up everything because we like onions. We just peel up. But once we know how to deal with emotions, with ourselves, it it kind of we embrace ourselves and we love ourselves so much like it's okay that this happened and then you deal with the situation and you actually wish good most of the time for the person as well that did something to you as a child or most of the time you end up understanding that other human being suffering and is spreading misery so sometimes it's very difficult to understand in some cases, like people when they have sexual abuse or things like this, is a whole nother level to, to wish good. But just to release of uh, um, some part of the anger and the revenge is red mm. enough to heal someone. I don't mean they have to go as far as loving the person, because I think that that could be dangerous. Sure. But uh, uh, or, or far away from them, they can wish really good for the person, but that's such a tough thing. But as more that we can let it go of these traumas, there is techniques and ways to do this and it doesn't happen overnight. But those are one of the main tools I've been using and I still teach people until now to deal with emotion, stress and how they treat themselves in a way that they can actually have a wonderful life. They need to love themselves. They need to be kind with themselves. I don't know if that answers my next question, but, uh, but if someone came to you and said, you know, I've got this diagnosis of fibromyalgia. I, I want to deal with it. I want to, I want to get rid of it. What is the what is the number one thing that you would say to them? Is it that you need to love yourself, or is if in their journey to figure out where this comes from, what would be a suggestion that you have for them to to begin that journey of you know dealing with this condition? I think the first thing I would ask is, do you really, really want to heal this? Mm. Is that that why do you want to heal this? What that means to you? Because unless we drive the people to a place that things are meaningful for them, um, it is a journey and each one is, um, and that's something that uh, I love that medicine is very good for acute cases. Like you cut yourself, you have one incident, they cut, they take it off. And so it's a box, it's a, one formula but human beings are not one formula. Yes. Human beings are unique with a unique backstory. And as I dive in a unique human being, it is in weight loss, as in the physical condition, or even how I can bring this body 
to a place that the body can self-heal because uh, actually the body is always trying to, to heal. The body is always 24-7 work to self-heal you. Is Even when you go to surgery, the body has to self-heal because the surgery was one part. The body still has to heal. Um, so my journey is to make the environment good enough that the body can self-heal. So I take the things that are bothering the body. That's, that's really what I do. I help the person to take what is bothering the body and can be, can be in a part that is more emotional, can be in a part that is more system, can be in a lifestyle part, can be, but they always start with, why do you want? Why do you want to heal? Do you really want? And finding something that is deep enough that can move them forward. If we don't have this, not even to weight loss, we cannot move forward. I cannot right. give you anything to do unless there is a massive reason for you, meaningful reason for you. Yeah. What's the one thing that you personally took away from this journey? Like when you had felt like you had gotten to the point where you had healed, what was the major takeaway that you took away for yourself? I mean, I know you help lots of people and that's amazing that work that you do, but what was it for you that you walked away from this and how did it make you feel uh, in that process of completing that? Yes, I, I think the main thing was, I believe I was very selfish. I was a high-level athlete, yeah, a national team athlete for rowing. So I believe I was very selfish. Everything was about me, my food, my mm -hmm. training, my resting. Um, and this process of pain um, stripped out everything that I knew was me. So this incredible athlete, was just gone one day to the other, mm. was just gone. So I had to understand who am I without all these, um, these things that I accumulate in front of mm. me, this uh, I'm the incredible athlete, I'm this and that, who am I? So I had to understand this. And then I start to understand as well, people are suffering and I was not connecting with people. And, and people were beautiful. People were actually, many people, uh, when they told me something, was uh, uh, that little word they told me. Uh, it could be a smile or a simple word like, you're going to get this, you're going to heal. That changed my entire life. So I understood at this part of pain in my life that human beings um, a part of my life and what I should work for to influence other human beings in a good way. It doesn't matter where I am. If I am in the supermarket, I'm going to talk with the cashier. If someone uh, look at me, I open, I smile. It's, what is the opportunities that life are giving me to make an influence in a, another human being life? I try to take them all. Because, you know, um, I couldn't take any more life for granted after all this pain I had. Yeah. I start to live like each second. And sometimes because my body is really good now, I had to remind myself, 
I don't know how long I'm going to be alive here. Remember to be happy. Remember to bring the influence in any place you pass. Remember to live better than what you found. Remember to live a legacy here in this world. So at the end, I never would choose to have fibromyalgia, but I think it was the best university I had in my life. It changed me completely. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, living a life of, of gratitude is uh, definitely beneficial, not just to yourself, but to others for sure. Mm-hmm. Marianne, where can people find more information about you, your, your journey, and, and ways that you help folks? Yes, they can find me at uh, marianacadori.com. So that's my website. We have my new book I'm launching, my programs, which is Reset Methodologies, to reset them. Usually people come to lose weight for me, but they end up uh, preventing disease and changing completely their lives. Um, That's the best way. There is also my Instagram, which is Mariana underscore Cadore. And it's, um, it's a blessing to be serving other people and to make give some influence for better in their lives. That's awesome. We will put all those links in our show notes so that people can find them easily and click on them. Mariana, thank you so much for being here today. You're truly inspirational. And uh, I, I hope all the further success for you and for those that you serve. Thank you. You have a beautiful mission. It's a pleasure to be sharing this moment with you. Thank you. As a reminder to our listeners, in this episode's show notes, you will find links to learn more about this week's guests and information on how you can cross this item off of your list. You can follow my adventures of crossing items off my bucket list on Instagram and Facebook. And as always, new episodes of this podcast are available to stream every Friday morning. We will meet you here next week. And until then, keep living out your list. Your list.